to the net bank. Take your business to the next level with Cape Talk Business Accelerator with Nedbank. Danke, danke, danke. Now, are you a business owner? Then you'll know how challenging and exciting it can be to grow your business. And you may have reached that stage in your growth where you realize, oh, you know, if only I had Pablo Fatidi sitting next to me, I need some specialist support. Now, for the one bank that understands growth, Speak to NetBank, where they can provide you with tailoring, bank, tailored at least bank solutions, services, expert advice to make taking your business to the next level happen. For more information, contact NetBank by emailing business at netbank.co.za. So business at netbank.co.za. Those T's and C's do apply. And NetBank is an authorized financial services and credit provider. Make things happen with NetBank. Now, as I've said before, you are listening to the Cape Talk Business Accelerator with NetBank. I'm Kino Kamis. I'm joined by our business accelerator, our business specialist, Pablo Fitidis. Uh, Pablo, good morning to you. Good morning to you. I just saw an email someone sent to you. Do they normally get your email, your, your surname wrong? Uh, first name and surname is constantly wrong. Pablo. I'm sure they call you Pablo. Yeah, there's a lot of Pablos around. Pa- Pablo the merchant. No, we're talking to the man who accelerates businesses. Now, let's talk about the business we're going to be looking at today and why you've chosen it. Okay, we're going to be working with uh, Shafika Munda from Pop Warehouse. Oh. Pop Warehouse. Tell us a bit okay. about Pop Warehouse. Yeah, it's an interesting name. It's an easy name to remember, at least. Pop is point of purchase. Ah. So what they do, they're specialists in warehousing and distribution of point of purchase and promotional material. So, Kina, think of it this way. Any company that has a product that it wants to sell through a retail outlet Mm. needs to support the sale of that product. Putting it on the shelf and simply leaving it on the shelf is normally not good enough unless it's an exceptionally well-known brand and there are very few of those around. Typically, you need what's called at the point of purchase or at the point of sale, a cardboard cutout, an image, some sort of promotion that explains what the product is, how it works. It encourages and informs and elucidates and allows the consumer to drop it from the shelf into their shopping basket. Point of sale is expensive. It is poorly used in this country. All the big suppliers and manufacturers that supply retail create tons of this stuff. It generates a massive industry, and most of it just sits in warehouses. And what this business does is it makes sure that it gets it from the warehouse into the retail store in order to see the product fall off the shelf into the basket. Now, we are joined by Shafika Munda. And uh, Shafika, thank you very much for your time this morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Pavlo and Kino and your listeners. And great to have you on. Thank you. The owner of Pop Warehouse. Now, <laughs> I don't, I've got to try and ask different questions. I always ask about the story of the business. Uh, let's talk about your story. What did you do before you owned this business? Okay, so uh, both my business partner, Belinda Travis, and I were recruited into Unilever um, after uh, completing our degrees at UCT. Mm. And it was really at Unilever that we saw a gap in the market for this business. So we were responsible on the um, FMCG side for actually producing the point of sale. And we realized when we were producing the point of sale that it didn't go to a centralized place in order to be distributed um, properly to store. And that's really where we saw a gap in the, bo- in the market for this. We walked each other um, to a parking lot late one night and we decided to start this business. I like that. 
Okay. I'm sure I'm sure Unilever was wonderful to work oh, for. Oh, they were fantastic. Such a great training ground. And it's more difficult to leave a great training ground and a place where you love working Absolutely, to start your own we business. We were so naively optimistic and we were so young and it was post-apartheid and we just had so much energy to be able to go with this and we really believe in what we do. We're probably one of the only companies in South Africa that's so passionate about cardboard. I love we it. We barcode all our point of sale and we get it to where it needs to be on time and that's really what our clients want and need. Naivety is, I think, an asset when it comes to business. Because, Not always. <laughs> well, 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 well I, I, think I think maybe I should qualify that. Naivety when it comes to what you believe you can do with yes. a particular business. Yes. Um, obviously, naivety in terms of business systems, etc., not so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why you need someone like Pablo, for example, mm-hmm. to assist with those. But normally people tell you, oh, but you shouldn't do that. Jack Ma, uh, the founder of, it's, what's the name of this website now, Pablo? Um, it's, it's Alibaba.com. 24 out of 25 of his friends told him not to do it. One of his friends told him to do it, and he listened to that friend. But now let's talk about the challenges that you face as a business person. Okay, so uh, one of our main challenges is the market is changing in which we operate. So our services are becoming more aggregated, and um, it's sort of becoming more commoditized. So our biggest challenge is to remain relevant and to continue to market to our clients and to prospective clients that we're experts in terms of what we do. Not everyone can warehouse point of sale. Um, and not everyone can provide the logistics and intelligent logistics, that is, mm. um, with regards to, provide, to getting the point of sale to where it needs to be at, on time. That is absolutely interesting. Now, Pablo, this, um, I, I, you know, you were saying that it's one of very few businesses doing what they're doing. Um, so that's one advantage. But let's take this business to the next level. What are some of the considerations? Look, there are a couple of things here. And I'm really pleased you asked the question about how did they start? Because they started 16 years ago, and from a really small little business, today they've become a sizable business. They're employing over 60 people, and the environment is constantly changing. And here's the thing that I think is really going to matter and be important over here. When you start a business, you typically start a business and select a business partner who agrees with what you want to do. That idealism that naivety that Shafika spoke of is absolutely crucial. Without it, you would never get going in anything. If you didn't have a good dose of that behind the start of any business, Mm. all you would see is risk. Mm. And it's only once you start doing something do you see where the opportunities are. If you don't have that, it's like standing on the side of the road as a pedestrian and all you see is a stream of cars. But if you have the courage to hop in, you eventually see the gaps and you can move your business into a new place or space or forward Mm. or whatever the case might be. But it's only in the traffic that you do see the gaps. So in the beginning, you and your business partner will do everything together because you have to do everything together. And my comment to Shafika when I spoke to her a couple of days ago is that the time has now come to separate out duties between herself and Belinda. Mm. They are super close. They have got groupthink going between the two of them. And on the one hand, they're market-facing. On the other hand, they're operations-facing. And a business of this size and this magnitude and with the scope that this business has to grow, they need to now take a view. Who is going to run the back end of the business, which is to do with operations, delivery on contracts, finance, human resources, as a dedicated, accountable director in the business Mm -hmm. and who's going to separate out and become entirely market-facing. Because with the consolidation that's taken place over here, we discussed it at length, 
And she said, where is the next direction? And I said, your customers hold the answer to that. But if you don't have someone dedicated to the front end of the business who's spending at least 50% of their time speaking with customers and looking for those gaps in the traffic, mm. you're not going to find that new direction. And I really believe that every business of this magnitude needs to separate out shareholders who are equity holders that decide on strategy, but then you have directors who take accountability for implementing one director needs to focus on the back end of the business, the other director on the front end of the business. And between the two of them, they have the answer to craft how this industry will look like five years from now. Pablo, I can see a book coming out written by you called Gap in the Traffic. <laughs> the Gap in the Traffic. You'd read it, right, Shafika? I would read it. Well, there you go. <laughs> You need to take the gap, Pablo, and write the book. Uh, but I think some great advice, Shafika. Thank you. And, Thank you, and I agree. Good luck with, uh, you know, dividing up those responsibilities. We will. <laughs> We've chatted about it already, and I think it's definitely on our radar, and it is a strategy we're going to start to implement. Nice one. Shafika Munda, the owner of Pop Warehouse. What a great business. Now, if you believe that you can assist Pop Warehouse, you can go to the website www.capetalk.co.za Pablo, um, you know, people have been asking whether applications to be part of Business Accelerator are closed or can they still apply? I have four more slots for next week. Mm -hmm. And as I said last time, I'm looking for businesses that are doing, let's say, under 60, 70 million rand a year. Businesses that have an interesting opportunity ahead of them that they want to capitalize on. Yeah. Businesses that are looking to do a particular kind of deal and they need a bit of support around it. Businesses that have issues, which is every single business in South Africa and the rest <laughs> of the world. Because if you're growing, you're constantly coming under pressure. If you're constantly under pressure, things that worked before don't work today. And there are loads of interesting stories, especially coming out of the, the Western Cape. We've had some fantastic businesses so far. We've got some great ones lined up. But I'm looking for four additional ones. Excellent. I've no doubt that people are going to be flooding. Gang 70 million, let me do the sums. Uh, okay, I can go for this one. Uh, so there you go. Go to the website, capetalk.co.za, and listen in when we showcase the next business owner. That's on the John Matham Show this afternoon, your Cape Talk app business accelerator with Nedbank. It's 8.30.